Welcome to Magnetic Success, the podcast for ambitious female entrepreneurs ready to ditch the struggle, unlock their inner power, break through their hidden mindset blocks, and up-level their life. I'm your host, Kirsty Kamarowskis, and I'm a mindset expert, success coach, and seven-figure entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful mindset tips, manifestation techniques, and spiritual tools and practices to help you embody the most successful version of you so you can leverage the power of your mind and law of attraction to transform your business from the inside out and create a life without limits. Hello, everybody. So today I'm really, really excited to be introducing a really great friend of mine, Jeanette O'Neill Burns. Jeanette and I met in a program last year, I think it was, that we did together. She is an absolutely beautiful soul with a beautiful smile. You'll see from her energy. If you're listening on the podcast, you won't see, but you'll be able to hear it and feel it. I've got no doubt. Jeanette is a crystal Reiki master. She is a birth doula and an intuitive coach. She's co-founder of successful mother and daughter business, Jupiter Meridian, where they make crystal malas and jewellery, which they call energetic armour, which we'll go into. And she helps women reclaim their ancient sovereignty. So before we dive into what all of that's about, especially the last bit, Jeanette, because that sounds really fascinating. First of all, Huge welcome and thank you so much for coming on and joining me. I love the conversations we have together. So I'm so grateful to have you here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your story and how all of this came about? Mm, Oh my goodness. Where do I even begin with that? That's a big one. (laughs) So this really began for us in 2020. And I think it probably would have obviously started sooner, but this is where a lot of pinnacle collective energy was being harnessed. And so looking back at the breadcrumbs, it's like, of course this happened then. And so what was happening is my doula practice had to go virtual. That was an interesting process. Can I just interrupt you already? Just for yeah. anyone who know, because I didn't know before I met you, what's a doula? Mm, so a doula is not a midwife, not a doctor. We hold space for a woman to be empowered in her own birthrights, how to birth and balance the medical system, especially here in Canada and North America, with coming at it from we want to have positive birth experiences. And what's been happening over the last hundred and so years is we have lost, this actually is that last part, our own body sovereignty, right? And if we are to go back in history, you know, women having babies is not a medical procedure. And we have lost that within the last hundred years. And so as a doula, I hold space for women to just heal that lineage and that paradigm around what it is to give birth, empower her because this is a transformation that is, I've said this on our own podcast, that is the, it's the next most beautiful thing to death. You know, it's a beautiful, empowering transformation and it's a transmission for you to step into a new version of yourself, especially as a woman. And you just, you reclaim something about you that is really hard to put into words. So that is the doula essence. And so I had to switch that. Most doulas, we go into the hospital, we help you birth, we hold space for you. We, 
you know, hands-on massage, that type of thing. We're not here medical advice, anything like that. But what happened in 2020, because we weren't allowed in hospitals, I had to shift that. And I had started offering my services for free. And I had people, you know, texting me from where I don't know, not even knowing who they were and helping them. I connected with someone in Zimbabwe. I connected with someone in this, like it was all over the place, but that was the beginning. And what had happened was someone had said to me, you should get your Reiki training. And I thought, oh, I should do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so at the same time, I had decided in my mind that I didn't want to go back to my regular job once like the COVID was over, right? I wanted to work part-time and I, I just started like reclaiming this new energy of where it was that I wanted to go. And I started working at this float center and in the, the float center was owned by my friend who was my doula. And then I was her doula. Right. Oh. Doula friendship. Love it. Yeah. It became a friendship. So it was really, really special. But in there, there was a guy and he was also a Reiki master and a, and a massage therapist. And one night we were closing together and he had said, you're a light worker, aren't you? And I was like, that's a light worker. Do you think I see lights? When I, like, do you think, <laughs> what is do you that? think I see dead people? Like that's what I said to him. Oh, my friend's a medium and she sees lights when she talks to dead people. Like, do you think right, that's what right. I like, no. And so that opened up the whole world wow. of conversation. And he said, you need to go see this person, this healer. And so I got my husband a session with this healer because it was his birthday. So and this was that- just two years, two years ago, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Two and a half years wow. ago. So it was really interesting. You know, when he went into that session and you've experienced his sessions, that was the beginning for him. And it just popped. It popped something for us. He came out of that session and she said to him, you're meant to be an Ascension healer. You have no idea who you are, this life. And she just laid it all out for him. And he came out of that a changed man for sure. And then our meditation practice deepened. We had a few months prior to that, like when COVID had started, we had gave up alcohol. Like we haven't touched it, not for any judgment, just like we wanted to be healthier. And my husband and I say, like, I think that was definitely part of it. That vessel clearing that allowed this work to come through. Yeah. And that would have before it. And so sure enough, he has a session with her and that was mind blowing. It started the whole conversation. And then I went to her two months later and then what she brought on to me was, you know, just again, all of this information of my past lives. And it, it tied into just, you know, my thoughts, my beliefs, my experiences here, how they paralleled to, you know, the healings that I needed to go through in this life, the soul progression that was taking place, but then connecting with the guides that are with us all of the time. And I think this is like, for me, it's an important conversation because how often are we connecting with the magic, right? Yeah, that's certainly something I want us to be talking about today. So thank you for introducing us to that word because it really is true, isn't it? When we're trying to create success, like there's so much magic inside of us and everything you've just touched upon, it's like 
you probably, I'm assuming a couple of years ago, like none of this was in your vocabulary. You weren't even thinking along any of these lines. And it's almost like you've unlocked this whole massive world. What does that give you? I mean, how does that change your life? How does that help you make money? How does that help you create success? It sounds like it's given you a purpose. Yeah. How do we relate this stuff back to business? Well, that's the, so the the secret to all of this is that so many of us get in our minds about what is the job that I need to do to make Mm. the money. And that's the outside way of looking at it. It's what is my creative outlet and my power within me, my knowledge, because we all hold sacred wisdom. We all hold sacred power. We all hold this creativity that we are unique. You know, and no two people are the same. No two births are ever the same. No two deaths are ever the same. No two malas that we create are ever the same because there is a unique blueprint within us. And so when we start stepping into connecting to the magic and then allowing that information that comes from like these gentle nudges, I call them gentle nudges because it's an energy that you receive, you witness it, and then you take action on it, you know, but it can't go the other way around. You can't take action on something that you think is going to give you monetary gain. And I think the other piece of it too, is that it's not about the money. It never has been about the money. Man created money. It's about the energy exchange. And when you start trusting that the universe always pays you when you are in alignment with your true purpose, your true calling, who it is that you want to show up as, that is when the money comes in because it's that's when the law of attraction comes in, right? That's the, yeah. the universe laws. This is how we move in this like synchronistic, harmonious way as a collective. Yeah you know, on earth. Amazing. But, and this is what we mean, isn't it? When we're saying, I think I even post out today saying something along the lines of to unlock more success, you need to unlock more of you. Because when we're talking about all this power, you're basically explaining what this means. And when we're out chasing the external things, we're out trying to do, trying to get, and we're trying to make something happen from a point of action and doing, which is what we've been taught to do. It's what we've been conditioned to do. Yes. But we're only going to get so far with that unless yeah. we align to something that's so much bigger. And actually it's not even outside of us. Like we talk about universe, God, mother nature. And I've just done another, put another podcast in live today called conscious creation. Who are we really tapping into all of this stuff? But this is, even this is not outside of us. Like it's right. inside of us. And it's almost about taking that journey that takes you deeper and deeper into the truth of who you really are to actually discover the access to infinite resources, infinite power, infinite everything that you've got. But it is a mind rewiring, right? It's the paradigm has got us thinking in a certain way that we can't even begin to start to tap into it until we start thinking a little bit differently. And that can just start with a conversation like this, where we're opening up. We're just being open to receive a different perspective. We don't even have to take it all on board, first of all, do we? It's just like, can we be open to another idea? That's right. That's exactly it is that here is that we think too much and we've been taught to suppress our feelings, but really yeah. it's the feelings that it's the mind heart connection. But I, I even am going further than that, 
through like my meditations and like the downloads that I'm getting. And it's like, it's mind, heart, and into like gut intuition. Yeah. So unlock those like chakras, right? Like that's your sacral that yeah. comes up your heart through your mind, you know, and then it just like wraps around like this beautiful figure eight, you know, the infinity symbol. And there's also three layers to that because, you know, then there's the other layer of tapping into, if you were to take visually that figure eight, move it up a little bit further. Now what you're doing is you're connecting your crown chakra. You weave it down to your throat chakra here. So your voice, right? And then that is now tapped into your emotion. So your, your solar plexus. So how do we tap into the divine to speak our truth through the emotions that we feel, right? Like it's such a visual for me. And I want to invite people to have this conversation because when you, the actions to take is to quiet your mind and to quiet your mind is through meditation, you know, and through breath. And it's so hard for us to do because like you said, we've been taught to think, we've been taught to analyze, use logic, reason, rationalize, and for Mm -hmm. us to completely change. And this has been Probably one of my biggest challenges, because like I always said, I'm over analytical, I'm an overthinker, this is who I am, that was my identity, right? And then moving to a place of trusting, mm-hmm. that one, you can quiet your mind and it will help you create more success. And it's not just success, is it? Success, well, for me, success is all yeah. of it. It's happiness, it's joy, it's love, abundance, it's fulfillment, it's doing yeah. what you want when you want to do it kind of thing. So, but freedom. you know, we've got freedom, right? So we've got to get our heads like, first of all, we've got to get our heads over the hurdle of how can quietening my mind help me? And then it's the faith mm-hmm. that we do that the mm-hmm. nudges, the inspired thoughts that we get, how can we trust it? How can Absolutely. trust is going to be a net to save us or catch us mm-hmm. when we, because it all involves us. When we listen to these nudges, half the time they don't make any sense. And oh we my- have to go and <laughs> leap out of our comfort zones in front of everyone with the light shining on us and just hope <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something's going to catch us, right? And half of the time that we're doing that is healing for our own self. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we do it, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, is that you had mentioned, like, how can we trust or have the faith? And that is where we lie the problem is the yeah, how. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Like, we <laughs> the curse have, of the house. Right. And so, I mean, I could have never said that this is, you know, where we would be, you know, two and a half years ago, it was in the action of going within, starting a meditation practice, tapping into this like internal wisdom, following the nudges, and then just kept on, you know, going, right? Following what you felt rather than what your logical brain was telling you based on the old paradigm of how life works. Well, because in my meditation practice, what would happen is I would get information, right? information was, Oh, this is an intuitive hit. Like how you and I started talking, how yeah. I had my biggest Mala collaboration. This is brilliant. This is what I want to talk about now is let's lead that into how does this actually transpire into the, this podcast is about magnetic success, success from the inside with your business. So how does this, it all sounds amazing and lovely, but how does that actually transpire into creating a living for yourself, being able to pay the bills, you know, and living and running a business that you love? Yeah, so well, that's how does it unfold for you? 
that's the thing is that we were blessed enough that it, this happened during COVID, right? But for those blessed that are enough still- or, or did you create that? And I, divine timing. <laughs> and you trusted. Absolutely. All of the above. Right? Yes. And so for those that are in the timeline right now, and they might be still, you know, working that nine to five, it's when you start feeling the purpose within where it is that you're right now and making the connections in those places that you are working and then looking at that creative outlet of what it is that you want. So maybe it's something that you've been desiring for whatever reason and you, maybe it's knitting socks. I don't even know. But if it is that and your logical mind says, you can't knit socks, you're not going to make a living. That's your logical mind. And so what do you start doing? Well, you start loving knitting socks and you start bringing them to work and you start expressing that beauty in these socks and the energy that you have created in those socks for someone is going to create an energetic vibration that is going to come back to you. And then it evolves because then there's going to be situations that come into your life that are like, oh, somebody wants me to make them 50 socks. Oh my gosh, this yeah, is going yeah. to give me abundance. This is because going to set up your attractive force. So now universe is shuffling and rearranging. It's like, who needs this? Who are you a match to? Who wants this? Who's looking for someone like this to be a guest on their TV show or in their newsletter or et cetera, et cetera, right? Who, what manufacturers out there looking for X, yeah. Y, Z? I love that. You just like, we're laughing about the how and stuff, but you've just kind of said like a, ba- a framework for the how. And I love how you put that. It's about pouring our, allowing ourselves that creative outlet, right? Pouring love energy into it. Because love is one of the highest frequencies, love and gratitude, appreciation, highest frequencies. So they're vibrating fast. So it's leveling you up already, but you've got this, you've then got this pure desire, right? That isn't, yeah. it isn't restricted and layered with all these limiting beliefs and I can't and and doubts and all this stuff. You're just basically saying, I like doing this. This is fun. I'm going to love doing this. I'm just going to allow myself to enjoy and be present with this and allow those feelings to build. And as you do that, you're building your magnetic field around this idea as well. And it just hasn't been damaged yet from the thoughts and the... The other thing is too, is that this world is also made up of multiple positions. Let's say not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody is meant for that because that's not what their soul craves. That's not what their soul desires. That wasn't their soul purpose. You know, whether we like it or not, your soul purpose, and you may actually find joy in this. I had a, I have a late uncle He was in the Air Force. He lived all over the world. And when he retired, what did he become? A Walmart greeter. And he loved every minute of it. He became a what? A Walmart greeter. Like Walmart being, I'm in, so I'm in North America. So what would that be like? Yeah, it's a big supermarket kind of chain, isn't it? What did he do for it? He just greeted and said hello to people. Oh, a greeter. (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, wow. Right? (laughs) Amazing evolution of him, and he was fulfilled. You know, yeah. When we start judging and comparitis with each other, it's a whole one in itself. Just done one of these, right? We and that is where we lose our magnetic force. 
That's yeah. where we lose our connection is when we start comparing because every single one of us are meant to have a different path and a different purpose. You know, and we're meant to be following our joy, right? Yeah. That's what's guiding us towards what we should be doing, what we can be doing, how we can be living our most fulfilling life is just following that and then trusting and not listening to society mm-hmm. saying X, Y, and Z. I mean, we have inventions and new things all the time that yesterday, last year, everyone in the world would have said it was impossible, mm-hmm. you know, and Roger about the four, I think that's his name, the four minute mile, you know, that was impossible until he did it. The plane was impossible until they did it. So yeah. just because society and beliefs and conditioning says we can't do something or we shouldn't be following our joy, we should be working hard and retiring and all the rest of it. Like we need to, you know, we're, this podcast is for entrepreneurs. So we are all paving our own way. We all chose to pave our own way. Right. So we have to put our trust and faith in that and not allow the conditioning to stop us from following our dreams and our business and doing the things that like even strategies, right. When we're following someone else's strategy and it feels resistant and it feels hard and it feels heavy, it's not in alignment with us and what we're supposed to be doing and how we could do something so much better. Right. But they made a million. So I need to do that one or they've done 10 K months. So I need to do that one. But it's like, we need to, how can we cultivate that trust in ourselves to actually say, okay, I'm going to, it's, that's the hardest thing, right? We have to turn our belief inwards and go, I'm going to trust you to now guide me, even though all these other people know better in inverted commas. And that's, that's really where it's at when we talk about that strategy, because there's so many different strategies. Honestly, one of the things that Tom and I ended up doing with strategy is we started meditating and asking questions and then it would come through what it is that felt in alignment or not. So for example, like launch series and whatever, we had somebody come into our business and say, this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. This is how many times you should post. This is blah, 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 blah. And some of it felt good. Some of it, we were like, okay, well, let's just try it. Okay. And the parts that aren't in alignment, we're not going to, we're not going to copy that next time, you know, because it doesn't feel in alignment. So there parts of our businesses where we actually did trust someone else's strategy and not that it wasn't successful, but it was a recognizing to him and I, and this is the ancient, this is part of the ancient sovereignty is that we have a wisdom that is, that resides within us. And when we tap into that and we ask our guides, whether or not you want to believe it or not, (laughs) you have a army of guides behind you. And so how often are you asking them? How often? And, you know, I get it that some people don't believe in this. I really do. But until it happens to you, that is when you're like, oh, wow. You know, if we're talking magic, this is part of the magic. Yeah. You know, it's that other force, right? That's you're not alone kind of thing. And I guess so in for religious people, would that be the equivalent to God spirit guides? Yeah, it's just believing that there is something else, the creator. I mean, we're here from something, right? Absolutely. So So that power is still there. mm -hmm. And when you put that trust into just show me my next step, you know, and then this is what Tom always says, listen. Yeah, that's the hardest part, isn't it? Nobody's (laughs) listening. They're like, I need it fast. I need this instant gratification, right? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Are you telling me yet? Are you telling me yet? Where is it? 
And we say too, like the universe doesn't come, God doesn't come with a frying pan and smash your head and say, hello, you know, yeah, yeah. It, you know, yeah. he, that only happens it, when you don't learn your lessons. <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. Here it is again. Here it yeah. is again. Yes. Hey, I can hear you. I'm going to figure this one out. <laughs> that, your awareness comes in, right? And it's like, oh, right. That was the frying yeah. pan. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we started doing with our business is we connected and said, how do we want this to look? Source, show us the way. And I touched on it earlier, but kind of didn't when you had said, well, how did that happen for you with like that collaboration that I I had 50 miles a month that changed my world, our world financially completely. And what had happened? I came out of a meditation and the meditation said to me, oh my gosh, the program that we're in, people don't know how to meditate. I'm making custom malas. I should connect with her because my malas will help people connect with their meditation. And through their meditation, they're going to be able to receive the information that they're needing to receive from this program. And so amazing. What, what Just was that? Quickly, explain what malas are as well. So a mala is an ancient tool. Yeah. And, and it so made the, mine for me. Yes. Um, and obviously we're on the podcast as well, so they can't see these. Oh, this is true. Beautiful. So is an ancient tool that has 108 beads. They are sacred to different parts of the world. There's prayer beads, but then malas. And that is from Southern Asia. And the 108 108 beads represents one being like oneness, zero being like cyclical, and eight being infinity. And when you, this is what's so interesting because these are thousands of years old, when you breathe your mala, so you take an inhale and an exhale on each bead and you move through it, it takes you between five and 10 minutes to complete one cycle. So now we have science, thank you, Joe Dispenza, for saying that it takes five minutes of breath, quieting your mind to reprogram the neural pathways in your brain. Wow. This is ancient wisdom. And now we're finally, science is catching up. Yeah. And this is what's happening in our world right now is we already have the internal wisdom, but yeah. science is catching up, right? Yeah, we need, because we need that proof. We feel That's like we need right. that proof. So it's basically yeah. like a long necklace with bees, meditation jewelry. So this came from an inspired idea. And when we're talking about earlier, we're talking about finding, tapping into the magic and you know, the inner wisdom and ancient wisdom, and maybe for people that aren't used to this language, or don't really understand or don't feel like they have it. All we're talking about is your example was sat down in meditation and you just had an idea. Yeah. I just got an idea. It's those, those inspiration ideas, the ideas we get in a business that make us go, Oh my God, that's so cool. That's so exciting. This is coming from our intuition, right? That's right. And then there's also experience, energetic alignment is the best way to put it. So for example, the way Jupiter Meridian was birthed was my daughter said to me, mom, we should start a crystal business. And I thought, oh, you're 13 years old. I should help you start a business. Like that was the idea. We didn't create malas in the very beginning. Right. Right. So so cool. 13 years old. Yeah. And she had just finished her Reiki master, became a Reiki master. And she was like, 13. Yeah. She knows what she wants to do. (laughs) Oh, well, right. Yeah. So it was like, okay, let's start a crystal business. So we did. And then what happened? 
I was working at the float place. And so with the float place, she had said to me, oh, you could make Reiki bracelets. And I'm like, ooh, I could. And then I was like, I could also make them so that they were branded to your business. She's like, oh, I love that. So that's how that started. Then the guy that told me to go see that healer, he had broken his two bracelets and he asked me to put it together as a necklace. I'm like, oh, sure, I can do that. And so when I gave it to him, he puts it on and he was like, oh, you did something to this. And I'm like, Mm. no, I didn't. He's like, yeah, you did. And I'm like, "Mm, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Logical mind before all of this happened, right? But now I look back at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, think of all the people that have received the malice and they're like, oh, I feel this, right? Basically, what was he saying to you? Well, he was- energy that you'd- Exactly. He was telling me that the energy that I put in it, he could feel it. And it was a representation of like the love, the frequency that, that crystals hold too, because crystals hold their own frequency. You know, they have their own like DNA. They also, each crystal has a different vibration that they hold and they're made for different parts of the body, the different chakras, and they were used in ancient times for healing. Right. So then what had happened fast forward a couple months. So we're doing the bracelets. Life is good. And then the way the malas was created was I was having meditation. Tom and I were doing meditation in front of each other. And it was the very first one that I connected so deeply with my guide. And it was the first time that images formed in my third eye. And they were three different images. They were hands. They were crystal quartz, like cluster of them. And then a mala. And I got out of my meditation and it was very powerful. Like the transmission was like, whoa, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I didn't tell my husband and I said, how was your meditation? He said, I was really good. Actually, your mom came to me. My mom is. Oh, wow. And your mom came to me and she said that you're supposed to make rosaries. What? Yeah. Cause they're like rosary beads, aren't they? Yeah. And oh my goodness. You just gave me leg tingles. <laughs> this might be a mum. <laughs> right, right. Wow. And so the history behind that is that when I was a little girl, I used to make rosaries with my mom. And my mom always oh. made rosaries and sent them overseas. That's yeah. amazing. That, oh, my goodness. So it's a real generational family business then. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. And Who it all came about through just yeah. unlocking, I guess, awakening And then just really starting to tap in and being receptive to a different way of life, a different way of thinking, a different way of being, a different way of living. Absolutely. The other interesting thing about this is that when people start looking at their life and they start putting together these little breadcrumbs, I'll also tell a little part too, that there was a point in my life where when I was with my ex and I experienced a very heavily narcissistic abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. He, at that point in that relationship, stripped me of believing in angels, believing in what I had already been brought to believe, manipulated it so that I would think my mom's crazy and I treated her differently. You know, that was a healing piece, right? Like that's a cyclical generational type of awareness because I had to then go back to what I really truly believed. I own beliefs. I allowed my power to be given over to somebody else. Yeah. 
And we don't know we're doing it unless we go through the experience and it doesn't end how we want. And then we address it and then we're like, oh, yes. So isn't isn't that interesting, right? So can we learn from these? And when we do learn from them, what will like, what will unveil itself? Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about spirit guides. So for anyone that has no idea where to start or doesn't use them or like, you know, what would you suggest? Because I think Gabby Bernstein actually had a book where she was talking about how she sort of activated or I don't know what word you'd use, but started mm-hmm. talking to her spirit guides. So what, what would you suggest for people? How um, do you do it? Well, ours came from seeing a healer. And again, somebody had asked me this the other day, like, well, which healers, how do you choose who you go to? And it's like, which one act like, what is the conversation and what is the referral almost that comes through that activates action inside of you that you want to go see a healer? Do you think it comes from the healer or just because you've unlocked a bit more of your consciousness and awareness that you were actually open to receiving? I think it's a combination. It's more like the activation, isn't it? So does it matter which healer or you could do it by yourself, right? And you could, that's what I was going to say is that you can also do it by yourself. What we find is that some people don't have the trust in their intuition yet pocket. And that's where healing, right? And then once you gain that trust in that, then you can activate it. But if you feel like you can activate it, absolutely act because you can activate it. That's the other, give you the a hundred thousand percent, you can activate it on your own. It's just those ladders of belief, right? That need to climb. And receptivity. Yeah, absolutely. How open you want to feel. And with a, I suppose with a healer, then you feel safe because you're in a controlled environment and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this have some sort of thing that they tap into, whether it is, you know, God, whether mm-hmm. it is spirit guides, whether it is just talking Our to the angels. universe, whatever. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. There's, there's so many, you know, but here's the thing is that don't wrap your head too much around who it is, what it is. Just know that you have an army behind you because yeah. unless, there's something within you that needs to dive into that you're also yeah, going here on your path too yeah. if you go down that rabbit hole too much because it can be just distracting right exactly because really we're just wanting to tap into your yeah exactly so it's always yes this thing's there but as we said earlier we're like oh it's out there somewhere it's out in the sky but no we want to be tapping in we just want to be going in knowing it's all within us it's within yeah. us and it's all there and the deeper we go within the less yeah. conditioned we are the more yeah. access we have to just so much information mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. just ideas everything that's another thing too is that when you get those little nudges that we talked about too so let's say you're trying to decipher and Tom calls it vetting, you know, so he vets who it is, our spirits or whatever that he speaks to. And so maybe in your meditation, let's say you're asking, you're activating that wanting to the the desire to know, and maybe nothing comes through, but then maybe you are at the supermarket and something just pings and says, or you see something that says Archangel Raphael, blah, blah, blah. And you pick it up and you're like, oh my gosh. And so that activates this awareness inside of you. So then if you're questioning it, what do you do? You yeah. just close your eyes, connect, and just ask, Raphael, are you one of my guides? And listen for the feeling. Because I the love that. Listening will, for the feeling. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Neville said. Yeah. And so that might just lead you down a path because sometimes, yeah, we just don't know. And I mean, like Tom has had sessions before where, you know, there was this one session I always talk about because it's funny. He was getting into his zone, doesn't know this woman and a unicorn is coming up for him and saying like, tell her about me, tell her about me. And Tom's (laughs) like, I am not telling her about you. I think I'm crazy. And so in his mind, he's going through his healing stuff, you know, as, and the unicorn keeps on coming back and coming back. And he's like, okay, just go away, unicorn. I'm, I'm doing something right now, you know? And then, so he says to her, because his sessions are very interactive, right? Not just healing. And so he says, tell me about horses. And she's like, "Mm, yeah, no, I don't know anything about horses. That doesn't. And he's like, huh? Okay. Unicorn comes back in. (laughs) Tell her about me. And he's like, I'm not telling her. And so he said, what about wild horses? And she's like, well, I live in Alberta. I don't know. He's like, okay. So then finally this like intuition thing inside of him was like, okay, fine. Tell me about unicorns. Well, she bawls her eyes out. <laughs> and he's like, what is even happening? That his was logical, it. That was it. Right. Like his logical mind, kid, what? You know, but because he had to trust his intuition, that was a message yeah. that she needed to receive. And I mean, that was back in April and her life is completely flipped over now. And because it had some kind of special meaning to her that just changed it, everything. Oh, there was so much to that. There was yeah. a lot of deep healing yeah. and yeah. ignite that needed to, again, what we're doing right now when I said reclaim your ancient sovereignty yeah. is that we are reclaiming our ancient wisdom to like come through the power that we hold as co-creative beings, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so we're forgetting about that and we are forgetting about the magic and our logical mind is saying, oh, that's not really real. Unicorns aren't real, you know, but who are you to say they're not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I love it's a perfect example how we just our intuition is giving us a message and we're like, absolutely not. That is bonkers. That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I'm not doing it. But it's those moments when we listen to those the craziness inside of us and then yeah. it leads us to the right person the right condition the right situation the right living our purpose you know the yeah. right idea the right whatever it is it's like trusting that and the more we do it the more we build evidence and the more we build evidence the more we see it the more we believe it the deeper our faith gets in all of this right absolutely and i mean i would really even say like when tom was told that he was an ascension healer again what does even ascension healer mean you know that because we asked that question and now what we realize if we were to go back and look at those breadcrumbs of her and so many other people mm-hmm. it was like in those healing sessions there was a clearing there was a healing that cleared the way for her soul to ascend to its next level wow. of right and her next evolution of self, her next evolution of how she is to show up in the world, what it is that she's supposed to be fulfilling on her soul's purpose, you know, because we all came here with a soul contract, you know, it just depends on I'm in alignment with it. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're in alignment with it, life flows. Life flows. Yeah, totally. 
So how much, because obviously the program that we did together, the group that we were in was all about mindset and thinking. And obviously it's a lot of what I teach. So how critical has your mindset been in all of this? Well, okay. So this was what was interesting for us because we were already in the spiritual aspect. We're already in the spiritual realm. And then we went into the mindset and that almost like funneled from the top down is the best way to give you a visual representation of that tying everything together. Right. And so what we find is happening now is that those that aren't connected spiritually and they've gone through the mindset, they get to the mindset and they're like, I know there's more. Yeah. And yeah. then, that- or it doesn't quite work because it's only the mind that's being used. So we're trying to think our way to success. We're trying to think our way to happiness. Yeah. We're trying to think like the program that we did was Bob Proctor's thinking into results. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but what I felt from that program, it's a brilliant program about mindset and subconscious reprogramming and all the rest of it. But there wasn't any talk about like the body, the soul, the emotions, the energy, you know, and when we're, it's so, so important. Like it need, we need to be doing everything at a holistic level, don't we? Yeah. And, and healing is a big part of this and our energy and our, like our emotions, everything that I've just said, like it all needs to work together. Otherwise you're going to be top heavy in one area. And then we're just going to, there's no balance. Yeah. So it doesn't work. So we try and force it because it's not working and we try harder and harder and harder and it's not yeah. working. And we're like, ah, and it's like, we need just a mix of all of it. Because if we want to manifest, it's a spiritual idea, right? We are trusting something that's invisible. Yes. We trusting that we are like magnets and we're attracting things to us. And we know things that are invisible, whether we are spiritual or not, or we believe any of this or not, like we're all using electricity. We're all using Wi-Fi. We, yeah. There are millions, billions of mobile phones all on different blimmin' frequencies. Like how does all this happen? It's all invisible. So right. there is so much power. The biggest part of us is invisible. Our life well, force, whatever's keeping us alive is invisible, right? Exactly. And like, that's the other thing is that we're talking about all this technology and this electrical force currents, et cetera well, what are we made up in our cellular level, right? So it's like, hello, your biggest Wi-Fi, like, satellite. Broadcasting stations. Yeah. I I remember Bob saying that we have so much power in us that we could power up a city for a week, just one of us. That's how much power we've got inside of us when we're talking in this sort of context. Absolutely. And that's the other thing is that there are people around the world that harness this power and show you the power of it. But yeah. mainstream media is not showing us that. And that's okay because yeah. we're on our own, right? And when you are connected to your own energetic alignment, then you start like diving into those things and meeting those people and connecting to those things that resonate with you. And that is just what's going to elevate you, right? Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Evolution, right? Yeah, definitely. It's a and new paradigm. It is. It is. And I think that's the other thing that happened in Bob's world is that nobody was talking about spirit and soul and healing and whatever, you know? So now we have at least like opened the curtain a little bit to talk about this stuff, right? Yeah. People yeah. For a while. And I also compare it to the other aspect of let's look at astrology, weather, and manifestation. I compare these three things because let's look at weather. This is the thing it's all happening, whether you believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. There's a storm outside. 
whether you like it or not. It's just, are you going to choose to bring a rain jacket or not? Right. Astrology, same thing. The ancient civilizations knew this for eons, right? And they used that wisdom to guide their lives, right? So we can yeah. So it's, it's interesting, isn't it? So it's almost like, you know, the more civilization sort of evolved and expanded and we have all this tech and we have all these things. It's like we are we're being taken further and further away from our true essence, our true selves and our true power. And now suddenly we're thinking that everything that we want has to happen outside of us through inventors and leaders and that person and that technology. And I can't do this because I haven't got this, that and the other. And actually it's like, well, the light bulb was formed from... You know, how, I think it was like 10,000 times he had to sit there. I think he used to meditate over a silver bucket or something, you know, and he didn't need anything and he invented this. And it comes from an idea in the mind, but it comes from going within. And yeah, just there's so much power, right? There's so much we can do, but we just really believe our beliefs are so limited. And that's where the whole paradigm comes in and awareness, yeah. being open yeah. to other questions, which is where we started this whole conversation, yeah, right? Exactly. Open of another idea and if you can that energy and in and appreciate another perspective watch yourself grow you know absolutely oh I've just absolutely loved having this conversation thank you for joining me it's just you know this is what I want to do with this podcast as well as teaching about the things I teach about is just having mind opening mind expanding conscious expanding conversations that are just fun and fascinating and you've absolutely delivered on that one so thank you so much for coming and being a guest I have one more question for you. I didn't actually ask you this, so you might need time to think about it. But (laughs) the podcast is called Magnetic Success. And I recognize that success is different for everyone. So I'd love to know, what does success mean to you? Success is an inner knowing, an inner feeling, an inner being. And it has no representation on the outside expectation, but it will deliver if you trust. Amazing. I love that. It's all (laughs) within, guys. It's all within. You've got this. Well, thanks again so much, Jeanette. It's so good to see you. I love your smile. (laughs) Oh, before we go, like, where can people find you? I'll drop the links in the show notes so they can come and find you. But, you know, you've got a podcast, haven't you, Energetic Armour? Yeah, Tom and I have a podcast together where we talk about our story and then just talk about some really out there experiences that we've experienced. So and if you liked that, the woo of today, then you're going to go and want to watch, listen to that as well. Exactly. So that's called Energetic Armor. Mine is Jupiter Meridian. So that is where I do the jewelry, my energy healing, birth doula work. And then Tom's is Platinum Light Healing, where we teach a course called Energetic Foundations. Yeah. He teaches as well. And he does his ascension healing, but energetic foundations was birthed between him and I, because we really found after taking that program, that it was the energy and the alignment that if people would have known that before they took it, what would have came out of it? And you can still do it afterwards and piece it all together. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. I will catch up with you soon. And I hope, guys, you really, really enjoyed this episode. I will see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it's inspired you to unlocking more of the success that's already within you. Make sure you check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of the episode and all the important links. 
If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend on social media and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode and that review. I really love hearing feedback from you and it helps me figure out how I can serve and support you moving forward. And if you want to go deeper, follow me on the grams at Kirsty Kamarowskis for more inspiration or visit my website at www.mindmuse.co.uk.